twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Saboya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about using two-way radios while skiing. We'll discuss the advantages of taking radios with you on ski trips, some things to consider when using them on the slopes, and offer some recommendations as to which radios are best to take along. We'll also review the Cobra Microtalk CXR825 two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. It's January, the winter resorts are open, and you know what that means. Time to go skiing. Time to go skiing. So, uh, anybody been skiing yet this year? I have never been skiing in my life, I have to admit. How about you, Anthony? I've been, a, I've been uh, once or twice, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's not my uh, forte. Not your forte? Yeah. I'm not really a skier myself, but I have uh, interviewed uh, someone who's been skiing, wrote up a blog post about it some time back. He had a lot of interesting things to say, but he, he loved the slopes and always took along, you know, all the gear he needed, you know, right. his skis and his family and everything else. But one thing that he always made sure he had with him uh, were two-way radios. Well, um, you know, this time of year we hear from a lot of people who um, are looking to purchase two-way radios or walkie-talkies to use on a ski trip. That's why we thought it would be a, a good topic for a show. And since Rick has actually interviewed one of these guys in depth, he is our resident skiing expert since uh, no one else on the show here seems to <laughs> oh, great. have ever really uh, <laughs> tried it. I guess we should start with what benefits two-way radios provide to skiers. What'd you get on that one, Rick? Well, I mean, there were several reasons that uh, he gave to me for doing that. One is, you know, primarily communication. It's vital when you're taking along. If you're going by yourself, even, uh, the communication is important. Uh, you know, if you get stuck on a slope somewhere and you have to, you know, radio around for help. But uh, for, I imagine for him, ski patrol at the slopes probably is, is monitoring a certain GMRS channel maybe, and you can flip to an emergency channel and uh, get ski patrol if you have trouble. Well, I don't know about all the slopes, but from what I understand, um, a lot of the, the ski resorts, they have people out there with radios all over the place. Right. Uh, you know, everything from the maintenance guys to the administrators and, and that sort of thing, but a lot of them are out there. The ski patrol, patrolling the, the slopes, making sure everybody's okay, you know, uh, <laughs> sending, out, sending out the uh, the, the, the dog with the keg if <laughs> somebody gets stuck somewhere, I don't know, <laughs> whatever they do to, to, to save people. The, the um, biggest thing I hear in talking to customers is they're going with a group and they just want to stay in touch. I guess on the slope, yep. somebody's a better skier than someone else and, you know, you're not going to be skiing close together the whole time. So That's how it was when I went. I went with people that had 
that, uh, you know, I grew up in Indiana where it's flat. You don't ski on flatness and cross-country skiing, but everyone else that I was with was doing the black diamonds and, you know, my I'm up on the bunny slopes trying to get it <laughs> figured out. And, you know, there, we didn't have radios. There's, you know, they – and cell phones don't work up there. You know, they're very limited. And, you know, when I finally gave up after about 30 minutes and went down to the lodge, you know, I could had no – they had to come find me because there's no way to – we had radios. Like I said, hey, I'm going to lodge. I quit. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> or even, uh, shh, um, could somebody come up here and give me a push? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the communication is vital. And, and if you're traveling with a group, you want to know where everybody is. From talking with the person that I interviewed, he was saying that, you know, if you're going with a group, you want to keep track of everybody because it's easy for everyone to just kind of wander off. And, and somebody's out on this slope. Somebody's out at that slope. Uh, someone on the bunny slope, yeah. uh, you know, someone's back at the launch. Um, Probably if you're you know, taking your kids, it, it's even more important. If maybe you've got teenagers and they're going to go do their own thing, you want to be able to find them and, and right. tell them to come back whenever you're ready to leave. Or whatever. Yeah. And from what I understand, the families, church groups, business groups that kind of go out there on a, on a weekend uh, trip, they can – kind of uh, enjoy the convenience of, of just being able to contact everybody at the touch of one button. It's not like you have to dial, you know, oh, yeah, I've got to call that cell number and dial it up. And here you can just pick up the radio, press one button, instantly you're connected. Probably it's best to use it with a headset, too, where you've got a button clipped onto your shirt or your clothes somewhere so you don't even have to pull the radio off. I imagine if you're skiing, dialing a cell phone number is out. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a pain. Probably you don't want to risk breaking a cell phone either. If you have a, you know, three $400 iPhone, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to uh, take well, that out where you might fall on it or drop it in the snow or something. Well, he also mentioned not just the, the headsets. I mean, it's important to have the headset there it's because there's a lot of noise up there on some of the slopes. And you also want to keep your hands free. So you have a hand, uh, headset with a push to talk and you have that uh, that mic available with you, so you can just instantly contact anybody. But it's also important that uh, you have a radio there. Uh, you know, if you don't, especially if you don't have a, a push to talk or a headset, that you have a radio there where you can easily push the buttons because you're wearing, you know, mittens. You're right. often wearing gloves or mittens, and when you have a cell phone, it's kind of difficult with gloves on to dial up a number on the pad or with the radio you can just hit that button and talk to somebody without taking the gloves off yeah vox mode may even be an option where you can talk hands-free with a two-way radio Mm -hmm. you can run into some issues with that if you have background noise and there there may be a delay before communication starts but if uh, you really don't want to have to take your hands and use them for anything hands-free mode is an option it's available on most radios Mm-hmm. And that's true. Um, now, there are some things to consider. I mean, there are there are operational limitations and, and considerations to take into account when you're using radios on the ski slopes, particularly in mountainous areas. Um, among those, of course, uh, one of the obvious ones is, uh, is that radio communications primarily are line of sight. So when you have something like a, a mountain sticking up, that can be a little problematic sometimes right if you're on top of the mountain or near the top you're probably going to get a lot better communication than someone at the bottom or you're around a lot of trees or something along those lines yeah if you're at the top of the mountain that's rather advantageous because you're you're communicating down to everybody else 
and you can pretty much reach everybody on all sides of the of the mountain because you're on the top of it mm-hmm. going down. But the person at the bottom, they may be able to talk to you, maybe not as well because, you know, the signal has to go over those trees and up to the top. But the person on the other side won't be able to talk to the third person or even hear them because they're on opposite sides of the mountain. So Yeah, if you're on opposite yeah. sides of the mountain, good luck. It's- Communication is probably not going to work very well. Well, you're trying to get through, uh, you know, through a lot of rock and, and whatever in the way. So, yeah, it's going to be next to impossible. So if you're going to be carrying radios, don't be surprised if if uh, one person is on one side of the mountain and there's somebody else on the other side of the mountain that you're not going to be able to reach that person. They're not going to be able to reach you either. That's right. Probably most of the time with the ski slope, they're all going to be in the same general area but um, definitely keep that in mind and a high-powered radio is probably the way to go um, mm-hmm. if you think you're you're going to have some distance between everyone and that, and that gets into range yeah. um, range you know depending on like you said what whatever's in the way up and down trees rocks uh, you know bushes uh, other fallen skiers you know <laughs> That's, uh, that sort of thing um, it can be kind of a critical now you know, range is really the most critical consideration when considering radios, when you're shopping around for a radio to purchase. But it's not necessarily, depending on where you are, what slope you're going to be on, you know, what kind of mountain range and whatever. It, it really not, depends on the type of terrain that you're yeah. going to be using the, the radios in and how far away from your group you're, you're going to be. Yeah, some of the smaller radios might work fine for certain, you know, slopes and certain types of terrain. And certain other ones, Big Mountain or something like that, you, you might need a more powerful radio. Right. Um, battery life. Yeah, depending on how long you're going to be on the slopes, you um, definitely need to consider that. Maybe a, a radio that can um, use AA or AAA batteries if you run out of, of battery life in the rechargeable battery, something to consider, or maybe a longer life radio with a lithium battery. And we've talked about that in other episodes in the past where – Battery life is a consideration. Some tips take along a spare one, uh, charge everything up before he leaves. You can swap a battery, maybe taking along, uh, you know, if it's a radio that will take alkaline batteries as well, take along some alkalines. I believe that was episode 17 where we talked more in depth about batteries. Yeah, well, yeah, we've talked about them a, a few listen. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely pick up uh, episode 17. Uh, that will uh, go more in depth on that. Uh, size and weight of the radio. That's another important consideration. I imagine that's a big consideration. You you probably don't want a bulky radio if you're trying to, to ski. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the smaller the better. Of course, there are some trade-offs that we've also talked about in, in previous episodes. Usually the smaller the radio, the fewer or the less power you're going to get out of that radio. Larger radios usually come with a larger antenna and uh, maybe a more powerful transmitter. So um, consider the trade-offs, but... Generally, skiers are going to want the smallest radio they can get. Yeah, the the, the lighter the better in most cases. As far as uh, waterproofing and water resistance, weather resistance, that's another important one. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You're dealing with all that, that snow and water around. I mean, all kinds of things. You know, if you, as we mentioned, you're wearing bulky gloves. Sometimes yeah. you don't have a, you won't have a good grasp on that radio. Or, you know, you may drop it in the snow. You're going to want something that's going to. You pick it up out of the snow; it's going to be uh, still working for you. 
Well, I'm sure people lose their radios in the in the snow all the time. Yeah, and if it's you know, if it's I'm sure they're I'm sure they find a a bunch of them once the snow's gone and you know <laughs> April and May hit. I'm sure they're finding all kinds of talkabouts and cobras out there. Yeah, <laughs> and that could be. Usually, uh, all consumer grade radios have some level of weather resistance. They're meant to handle maybe a light rain, and a, a drop in the snow is probably not going to hurt uh, most radios, but. There are some options if you're looking for a more waterproof or more fully weather-resistant solution. That's another advantage that radios have over most cell phones because cell phones typically aren't water-resistant at all. That's right. So, uh, you know, if you're going to take your cell phone on the slopes, uh, don't drop it, don't get it wet. You you know, that phone's done for. Your radio is going to be more resistant to that. Also, if you do lose your radio, or if you do get it wet or ruin it uh, somehow, you know, that radio is a lot cheaper to replace. That's right. So. Absolutely. Another reason to take one. And the last thing on on uh, the list of necessary features for some of these radios is uh, NOAA weather information. Very important. Yeah, um, anytime you're in an outdoor activity, um, skiing included, you want to stay abreast of the weather. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if a storm is approaching or something, you want to be able to have that information at your fingertips. Yeah, you hear stories of people getting stuck in, in snowstorms and avalanches and things like that a lot. And um, you've got a storm coming, you know, head on back to the lodge. Get, get indoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, because once it, hit, uh, once it hits, you know, that's going to be a major, major problem. Uh, also, you know, the radios, as we mentioned before, they come in handy. You get caught in a snowdrift, you get, you know... Stuck somewhere, you've got some some way to communicate. Right. Now, some of the recommended radios for use on ski trips, we have several that uh, on our site that we recommend over at um, at buytwowayradios.com. Yeah, probably the most popular is the Midland GXT-1000, which seems to be the most popular for most categories. It's a waterproof radio, or more waterproof than most other consumer-grade radios, 5 watts of power. And um, just about every feature you could imagine. It's got the weather channels, weather alerts. The biggest drawback to the GXT-1000 for skiing is the size. This is one of the larger mm-hmm. radios that we sell in the consumer categories anyway. And um, if you're looking for a smaller radio, the GXT-1000 is not for you. It's e- even bulkier than most of the Midland radios because it, they've added the weatherproofing. So um, that makes it a little larger. Well, there, there are a couple other models though that are that are equivalent to the one thousand in in, uh, in wattage, maybe just a little bit yeah, smaller. The, the GXT seven hundred and sixty has the same power as the GXT one thousand, and all the same features that would be important for you for skiing. It's just not as waterproof, and uh, that means it's a little smaller. Yeah, so, um, that may be a better option for skiing. Also, uh, the Cobra radios seem to be very popular with skiers. Um, a lot of their higher-end models use lithium batteries. And with lithium batteries, you don't have a heavier battery pack, so they're smaller and lighter. The CXR925 is very powerful. It has 5 watts, great range, uh, also has the weather channels, but it's fairly small and light. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably 2 inches wide, and um, the height-wise about the same as most other yeah, it's not as thick either. It's not. Yeah, it's thinner and lighter. 
Now, if you go, want to go for some really light radios, uh, the Motorola has a couple models there, too, that are really small. Yeah, some of their lower-end ones, but you do give up some power when you go with the smaller radios for Motorola. Another option is the Cobra CXR825, which we're going to be reviewing later on this episode. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, very small radio but still has some power, more power than you would get with the, the smaller Motorola radios. That 825 is around five and a half inches tall, one and a half inches wide. Um, so very small radio. And it also is, is feature-packed with um, weather channels and, and all that. Uh, great. And, you know, with the Midlands, now we were talking about the accessories before. If you take along the Midlands, you can also use the uh, SC1B uh, stereo earmuffs. Yeah, we just reviewed that. We just reviewed it in episode 26. And, uh, you know, I love, and I love those earmuffs. Uh, you know, use them. I bought I bought one for, for my daughter, one for my son. We all we all uh, love those. You know, I believe those were really designed with skiing in mind. Yeah, they were. They, they were really, really perfect for it. Yeah, they were really designed for outdoor winter sports. So they'll keep your ears warm. Uh, they've got a nice bassy sound to them. And uh, nice full sound. You can use them not only with the Midland radios, but you can also use them with your cell phones and with your uh, your MP3 players. And it has a built-in inline push to talk, so you can use it hands-free, and you're good to go on the slope. I, th- I think that's a perfect, yeah, I agree. Perfect setup I agree. for the slopes. We have some other resources for information. If anybody wants to know more about using two-way radios on the ski slopes or on a ski trip. Uh, we have a blog post that uh, we wrote last year. Uh, there's one called Taking a Ski Trip, Take a Radio, that goes in-depth and uh, that covers uh, my interview uh, with someone who, who is an avid skier. And uh, recommended two-way radios for skiing. We do have a page up there. We have some radios that we do recommend and uh, some things that people uh, really need to look for and consider when shopping for a two-way radio. And that's all available at um, our website at bytwowayradios.com. Uh, any other thoughts? Anything? Comments? I think we on? covered it. The basics, anyway. Okay. Sounds good. Well, coming up, we'll review the Cobra MicroTalk CXR825 two way radio. What do we think of it? Well, we'll find out next on the Two Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. 
And this week, we're going to review a compact FRS GMRS two-way radio from Cobra, the Microtalk CXR825. Well, the CXR825, when uh, he says compact, it definitely is. It uh, stands about five and a half inches tall. Very, very small frame to it. Weighs only about 3.8 ounces, so very lightweight. Perfect for uh, skiing, like we talked about earlier. Um, perfect for just about anything, honestly. Anywhere where you need something that's going to give you a good power, good communication, but you want don't want something bulky. Yeah, most of the time you see manufacturers, the, the smaller radios will be the, the really cheap radios, mm-hmm. they'll be the low-powered radios. This is kind of a small radio that is more full-featured. Definitely, definitely. And and that five and a half inches, that includes the antenna. Exactly. So oh, it I, does. Think it, I think it's a two-inch antenna that's on there, two or, yeah. two, or two and a half inch. So, you know, the radio itself, if you cut the antenna off, is two and a half, three inches tall. Yeah, um, that is compact, about an inch and a half wide. So definitely small and compact. Um, has all the same features as some of the the higher end you know, Cobras and Midlands and things like that. It's got your vibrate alert, which is is nice for if you're skiing. You got that in there, and you feel that thing buzzing. You know you're getting a call. Um, it's got all your weather alerts, Fox hands free operation. But I think the the thing that sets this one apart is the lithium batteries. That's yes. really mm-hmm. usually unheard of with a consumer-grade radio. It is going to, um, you know, they're not going to build memories. They are going to give you a little bit longer talk life. They're going to be lighter for the radios. The only downside to it, I guess, is you're not capable of putting regular alkalines in it. You know, yeah. But I guess it's one of those things that, you know, lithium, you're going to get a little bit longer talk time. Um, I think so you get around you're, 12 hours with this radio. Yeah, typically. and you're usually going to get, depending on how much, you're, you may get more net, depending on how much you're talking, you know, sending and receiving. But uh, Well, you can uh, still take along, an, uh, you know, a spare uh, battery pack, too. Yeah, keep yeah we, sell, we sell the extra battery packs as yeah. well. So, um, But, you know, I think that's uh, kind of trading one thing off for the other. But uh, fully compatible with all your consumer grade frs gmrs channels it's got you know the 22 channels it's got your privacy code features so if you've got with a group that has talkabouts or midlands you can sync them up and uh and talk to everybody mm-hmm. um only uh, another downfall to them uh, and this is their accessories are limited they don't yeah, have a cobra doesn't have a lot we've of gone accessories. over that in some other other podcasts but they're kind of limited on their accessories it takes just a regular was it three and a half millimeter yeah three and a half millimeter plug you can use motorola headsets with it but the cobra plug is a little bit shorter so um with motorola if you push it in all the way it won't work that's right kind of pull it out a little and and that may give you some issues from time to time so there aren't really any aftermarket accessories or headsets made for the cobra radios if you're looking for headsets you might want to look somewhere else at a different radio but if you just need to, the, to use the radio by itself, this is a, definitely a good radio. No doubt. No doubt. And we sell the, the Cobra-branded accessories for them. We've got uh, some smaller earpiece boom mics that are, that are available for them, that yeah. they, and they work just fine. I mean, they're, your options of different styles are limited. You know, if you want a surveillance earpiece, you, you, you may be out of luck. But for the most part, I mean, they're, they're great radios. For, yeah, th- this is a good radio for someone that, that 
needs a small radio. And you look at the Motorola FV300 or the MB140 or the Midland um, LXT114, those are the small radios. They're at the bottom of the line for those other brands. And you don't see features in those radios like the weather alerts or privacy codes. Yeah, privacy even. codes is the big mm-hmm. thing. What you have here is a full-featured radio that's the same size as those tiny radios from the other manufacturers. Well, it looks fairly simple to operate. I mean, from the picture, it it looks like there's a lot to it, but it seems that it's really They're very, very easy to, to use, very user-friendly. Yeah, and it has a backlit LCD display here, and so you can kind of, you know, if it's kind of uh, cloudy on the slopes and that sort of thing, you can you can pretty much see what's on the display. That's right. Now, it also includes a, what, a range extender. Yes, yeah, I believe that's basically a boost button that lets you transmit at a higher power. Boost the wattage. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in this particular pack, it uh, comes with a, a two-port uh, desktop charger, the uh, the belt clips, the, the batteries. It's, yeah, everything, uh, everything yeah, you need to get. It's a pretty it's, simple package, uh, $52.99 plus shipping on those. You know, $52.99, you know, that's not a bad price at all for, for a set of radios that does all this. Yeah, it's actually especially with the lithium. I mean, that's the... Uh, it's a decent value. Cobra's yes, done a nice job with these. And, of course, uh, as our listeners know, you mentioned the promo code SHOW when you uh, when you purchase a set of these and you get an additional 5% off your order. So, that's right. So uh, mention the promo code SHOW at buy2wayradios.com. Um, any other uh, comments on the... Uh, on the Microtalk CXR825? I think that pretty much covers it. Okay. Even skiing. Let us know how it works out. Yeah. Um, and we have some questions and comments from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Um, the first one comes from uh, FCV96. And uh, he says, uh, Hello all. I'm fairly new when it comes to the two-way radio hobby. Uh, it's a hobby. It is a hobby. It is a hobby, yeah. And I had a quick question in regards to a couple of the two-way radios. And uh, he mentioned the two radios in the title, uh, the ICOM ICF 3001 versus the Kenwood TK2100 Pro Talk. And he says, uh, I'm trying to decide on whether the ICOM or the Kenwood is a better purchase based on what I would use the radios for. Uh, general recreation as well as communication between vehicles on road trips. The reason I've picked out these two was mostly price and the ability to use MERS. Uh, he says, that's another quick question I have besides the one above. Is it possible to have the ICOM ICF3001's power limited to 2 watts and have it use MERS frequencies legally? And uh, that's from uh, FCV96. No, he's not, he's not going to be able to get the ICOM to use MERS legally because... Uh, legally, the radio would have to be approved for um, FCC Part 95, mm-hmm. which is the uh, consumer, this is essentially the consumer area. And uh, this is approved only for Part 90, which is a business radio. There is a Motorola, the RDM 2020, which is a, a fairly new model. It's um, full-featured, great radio. There's a dedicated MERS radio. Dedicated MERS radio, and that is a good choice. Uh, the current Kenwood VHF radios are uh, in the same boat as the ICOM. They're two-watt radios that MERS can be programmed into, but legally they, they're not type-accepted for that. Yeah. 
So uh, you're probably better off with getting the dedicated Motorola MERS radio, really. You're going to pay a little bit more for them, but go ahead and get it. What, you know, Be legal about it. Okay. And uh, this is a comment. Uh, this comes from uh, Birch. And he says, uh, just for the sake of clarification, because we were talking about MERS uh, before. And, in fact, in uh, episode we did a whole episode on MERS. That was, uh, oh, it was uh, episode 11. And we were talking about MERS radios. And um, he says, just for the sake of clarification, you should be aware of the fact that both Dakota Alert and Rytron Incorporated were and are producing MERS radios well before the announcement of the Motorola RDM 2000 series. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a good yeah, point. I, we are actually a Rytron dealer, and mm-hmm. I, I'm aware of the Rytron MERS radio. Uh, no, Motorola was not the first to introduce uh, a dedicated MERS radio, but it's yeah. uh, it's definitely uh, a popular choice, and uh, a lot of people like that radio. And um, you yeah, know, I haven't it's, it's heard a, solid... a lot of I haven't heard a lot of feedback on the Dakota or or the Rytron um, MERS radio. Maybe we should test it out and see how it works. Maybe Might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Our final question comes from Clearwater, and. It, Clearwater says, I just purchased a set of Motorola MR355 radios and want to choose a channel that will give me the maximum distance. Should I be using FRS, GMRS, or GMRS, FRS channel? And for the interference code, does it matter if I use an analog channel or a digital channel? The interference code doesn't make a difference. To get the most range, you basically just want to avoid channels 8 through 14. Those are the FRS-only channels. And on those channels, you're going to be limited to half a watt of power. So as long as you're on channels 1 through 7 or 15 through 22, those are the channels that support the GMRS system. And you can get the full power of the radio, assuming your radio supports transmitting it over half a watt. Mm -hmm. Also, make sure your radio is on high power mode. Sometimes you'll see they'll be on medium or low power, and that's going to limit your range as well, even if you're on one of the GMRS channels. Yeah, yeah. Well, that does it for our uh, questions and answers this week. Uh, send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you'd like to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, uh, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. And I might add that we have quite a few people listening to us on Stitcher. Uh, a lot of people tune into Stitcher and, and catch the Two-Way Radio Show there. Nice. Right. Shout so, out um, to all the, the uh, Stitcher listeners. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, uh, we appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. Um, now, before we go, there there is... Um, I got something from the FCC a couple of days ago, and this was a public notice. The FCC just wants to remind everyone, and we're going to pass that along as a public service, they want to remind everyone that less than one year remains for land mobile radio licenses in the 150 to 174 megahertz and the 421 to 512 megahertz bands to transition to narrowband operation. So you know narrowbanding starts January 1st, 2013. That's where everybody has to be using narrowbanding. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're not quite there yet, I think most of today's radios support narrowbanding now. Oh, yeah. But All the radios now support narrowbanding. Most mm-hmm. radios for the last, I'd say, five to ten years have supported narrowbanding. The question is, is your license set up for narrowband? Um, mm-hmm. And are your radios programmed the narrowband? 
if you're not sure, let us know. We can help. If, if you've got a wideband license, we can get your license converted over to narrowband, and we can, in most cases, reprogram your radios to where mm-hmm. they will be using the narrowband frequencies. If your radios don't support it, of course, we'll be happy to put you in radios that do. And also, you know, if you do have really old radios that don't support narrowbanding, it, it's probably a good time to go through, check them. If you need an upgrade, give us a call. Right. And, of course, the, the promo code SHOW is good for that, too. Uh, so check into all that. Before we go, does anyone else have any final comment? Nope. 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 Oh, okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two Way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, everyone, it's a new year, and uh, we want to thank you all for listening to start off the year and uh, keep listening because we have a whole year of exciting two-way radio information coming your way. I think it's going to be the best year yet for the two-way radio show. I I think so. Uh, Thanks for listening, and until next time, for the two-way radio show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. We'll be right back.